Thank you for joining me. This is Italo from Italo's Black Pet Radio. This is Italo speaking, and we have Azazes right there with the dreads. I'm not wearing any dreads, so you can tell who is who. Um, but yeah, welcome, welcome to the live, to the live. Welcome to this, <laughs> my podcast. I'm, I'm thinking about TikTok for a second. Um, so let me switch back to this uh, and actually, I have to have earbuds because for some reason I hear better. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And I'm also hard of, he- hard of hearing. <laughs> no, I'm not hard of hearing. I, I just project, project too much. But yeah, welcome. And so, Azazes is your name. Yes, sir. And there's an interesting story as to how you came about because you gave yourself that name. It wasn't given to you. Right. And so there's a history or there's a story that you want to tell us about your name, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want the condensed version or the full version? It, let's, let's go with the condensed. <laughs> okay. Condensed version, long story short, uh, I was going by my government name uh, as my artist alias alias, uh, in 2016, and uh, my music was being distributed to a a rock band that basically had the exact same name, so uh, I was given 24 hours to come up with a brand new name, and all of my material would be moved for free, so I decided to go to an orthodox place to find a hip-hop name, and I went to the Bible. I took the Archangel Azazel and the iconic name Jesus and fused them together to get Azazes. That's the condensed version. Yeah, that's the condensed version. That's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the next question is, um, why, 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 an angel, why, why the Archangel? Okay. So... Given the opportunity to uh, come up with this new name and representation for myself, I also wanted a name that I felt represented my interpretation of mankind. So uh, I did research on all the archangels, and Azazel was one of the archangels that stood out to me because he was uh, labeled as one of the fallen angels. And so I started thinking about mankind, and I was like, okay, well, when we're born, we're kind of like falling into the mess of our previous, you know, ancestors and everybody that was here and everything that they left us to try to, you know, manifest through and pretty much fathom. And uh, I felt like we were falling into ignorance until, you know, we learn everything around us and we kind of get understanding and then we come enlightened, which is where Jesus comes into play at the end of the name is Jesus, because I feel like the, the icon Jesus, the name, the person represents enlightenment and, uh, the Holy Trinity and all that stuff. Like the name isn't meant to be taken as like religious, but it has some powerful stuff behind it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 got it's got a lot of power. It's not and it's not religious. Okay, I understand. Um, and now, yeah, 
and I'm not going to go into my Catholic background, but um, mm -hmm. angels are basically, all of us are angels, I think. And they're, we're here, I think, in, in a you know, non-philosophical non or non-religious way. I think we're all here for a reason. And, and you have a purpose, as I, as I do, right? So the question is, what is your purpose? I feel like my purpose here is to uh, basically speak up and give people a voice that feel like they honestly don't have a voice or just to give them a friend when they honestly feel like they don't fit into any particular niche or social group. Because I know I felt the same way uh, as a young adult growing up, up until now, I bounced around so many different social groups and like, I honestly didn't feel like I clicked with any of them, you know, like I got along with them, but it didn't really feel like I belonged. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we all feel that way. Um, not belonging uh, is just interesting too, because uh, I don't feel like I belong in, in the United States. Uh, and I'm American, but <clears throat> long story short, the condensed version is I was born here, but I wasn't raised in the United States. So when I came back, <clears throat> I felt like I didn't belong. I don't know if I was uh, Peruvian, if I was an American, or if I was a you know Latino. Uh, what 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 are you? Um, and yeah, it's uh it's been 48 years of trying to find out my, my niche and my, yeah, my purpose too. Right. Do you feel like luckily you... you found it. You're how old are you? I'm sorry. I'm currently 27, about to be 28 this January, this coming January. Okay. So I'm trying to figure that out and I'm talking about Chinese Zodiac. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm trying to figure out if you're, do you know what your sign is? Uh, yeah, if we're talking uh, stars, I'm a Capricorn. If we're talking Chinese zodiac, I'm the rooster, the cock, whichever you want to call it. Uh, okay, rooster, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. All right. And yeah, there's a long story behind that because I'm not going to get into that, but um, mm -hmm. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Another podcast for that. Um, interesting. So yeah, you're 27. I mean, you're lucky that you found you found your passion, right? And, and I knew my passion way before 27, but I didn't explore it or didn't, you know, I didn't uh, take it seriously or take my, I didn't take myself seriously. And you have, I mean, you're performing, tell them where you were last night because you were already on stage. Last night I was in downtown Gainesville at Bo <laughs> Diddley Plaza performing as part of the uh, 2020 election event in uh, Central Florida. Right, and it, and it went great, right? You told me it was, it was a good reception. Yeah, uh, pretty much all the people that was there, uh, majority of them over, I would say about 80% of them were strangers to me and they all gave nothing but positive feedback about uh, my message and the, the sound, so yeah. Okay, and so the message was go out and vote, I'm assuming. Well, I would say the message of the event was to go out and vote. Uh, my particular uh, sound selection of my set was more or less the, we are very aware of the problems and the social clashing that's going on within this country. And though some of it is not talked about, 
I'm still aware of it. We're still aware aware of it. What can we do like within our community to pretty much make a change was like my message within my songs. Right. So, so for those I well, I haven't I haven't really listened to your music yet. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I haven't had time. <laughs> uh, and but um, I do want to maybe if you can recite. I don't know if you want to sing it. It probably is easier for you to sing it. But what is some of the lyrics that you were sharing last night with your audience? Well, the first song that I did was actually a remix. Uh, it's titled Neon. It's original remix to my uh, best friend, Eggerbrand's song, Neon. And uh, that was the first song I performed. And uh, that pretty much was a reflection of like what was going on from the George Floyd stuff all the way to the summer of 2020. And the verse goes... Uh, Reflection of the lost boy inside the window pane. His mama crying and she's screaming out his tender name. Chamber of Secrets doing magic when that thing revolving. Shedding blood for disputes that he's not involved with. They think it's so political, learned it from social media. People think they know it all simple because they read enough. Oh, you know your Twitter feed, but do you know yourself? Oh, you know them dollar signs, but do you know your wealth? And uh, that pretty much was just like a reflection of the cops and everyone that's like within armed forces duty that's around the United States is just like you you feel like you're actually serving this country and that you're serving a purpose but at the same time are you fighting for your purpose or are you just fighting for somebody else that has their own purpose and they're just paying you to do a job and so that was one of the messages I was trying to relate to the people out there right I have a question for you um Speaking of George Floyd, <clears throat> because yeah, I mean, who hasn't been? I have been affected by it, um, creatively too. Uh, where uh, you know, we I think for the most part, all artists went through that period of time in March um, up until now, <laughs> uh, right. where we we keep seeing the same thing, and I still I still see it every day. I still see it. I see that the TikToks, and I see the people still being pulled by the cops. Uh, last, I think, um, last week, yeah, last week there was an incident. And so I was talking to, to a cop, an officer last night. Right. And I explained to him like, okay, so this is what happened. And I explained a video that is probably on, on, on TikTok right now. And the, the guy is trying to say, how do you know I'm the suspect? I haven't, I haven't given you my name. I haven't given you my my ID, and he just got um, they got very aggressive with him, um, and they just pulled him out the car, and he he was resisting so much. Right. <laughs> Take your time. I mean, there, <clears throat> there was a baby in the back seat. All right. He's baby in the back seat, <clears throat> and so <clears throat> um, the, the one incident that he did, which I thought was interesting, is that he kissed his wife, or he he tried to say, "I love you." 
edit this out. But anyways, the point is, um, people are on TikTok jumping on the wagon as to why the cops are doing what they were doing and not right. seeing the humanity in in this um, video that's a three-parter, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And he's still in jail. The, the guy's still in jail. Um, anyways, I don't want him to become another hashtag. Right. And um, that's all I have to say about that because it's just like, why are we still doing this at 2020? I mean, we're beyond. Um, in, the, in the 60s, it happened, you know, in 90s. It's always like a cycle. And I don't understand why can we stop the cycle? I honestly just feel that uh, obviously there's a big, misunderstanding between the people that's in the occupation and then the civilians that they're supposed to be protecting, you know? And uh, there's most definitely a big blurred area when it comes to breaking down who is a civilian and then who is the, uh, what's the right word for this? The attacker or whatever, you know, that they call people in those situations when they make those- uh, The suspect. The suspect. There we go. That's the word that I'm looking for. Yeah, it's it's a big gray area in that man. And me personally, I feel like there should be more mental evaluations of these people before they even get the job. Because though they may have the right intention in mind when they sign up for that job, they shouldn't go for a job where they know they're gonna be scared on duty. You know, I feel like a lot of these these situations happen because of the people that they're on duty and they're scared. You know, they get the call, they show up, they don't know what they're getting themselves into. And they're already nervous before they get out of the car doing their duty. And then it's too late when something happens, you can't reverse it. It escalates so quickly and it, it takes, it takes a few seconds for this to go the wrong way. And it usually does. Um, and luckily this didn't happen at this time, but it's, it's America, and this is not the America that I thought, you know, I belong to. Right. <clears throat> you know, and so regardless of what political views you have or beliefs or religious beliefs or if you believe in God or not, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you believe or what you stand for. It's just human. It's a human being. Right. And they have a name, right? So... I was trying to find out his name actually because this is important to to find out like who who is going through it. But I, I, like I said, I don't want him to become a hashtag. Right. So I understand. You know. So and so yeah, it's it's an it's an emotional um, <clears throat> thing for me to say because um, I think everybody goes through um, discrimination. Um, I may not be. Um, stereotype as, as you might be, um, if you know what I mean. Um, so, is your experience is different than mine too? So I didn't uh, I didn't grow up here, knowing this this racism is prevalent. I thought it was over in the sixties. <laughs> That's what I was like. Yeah. 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, this is honestly what a lot of people believe. Because, like, the state that I'm in now, Florida, this isn't my uh, original home. I was originally born and raised in the state of Alabama. And so uh, mm-hmm. with that being, like, a really southern state and one of the prime locations of, like, racism yeah. in American history, uh, I grew up still experiencing that stuff, you know, as young as mm-hmm. I am. And then when I came here and, like, all this stuff that has been happening, like, in the last four to five years – and it being brought up in the news. And you know, it's just amazing to me being in a different location and the people that's so oblivious to this all day. I've heard so many people in this city alone make the comment, I don't understand why people are doing all this. Like racism stopped a long time ago. It doesn't exist. Or, I never seen it. And I'm just like, where have you guys been? That's because right. you haven't seen it. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You know? Right, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's, uh, it, yeah, how can you not see it? Is my question. How can you not see the eight eight minute long video in March? I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen that by now, <laughs> where have you been? Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't want to get into this to this. Um, but you have I have to. Like this is and actually I was gonna read something, but um I was yeah, I got so emotional earlier. That I didn't, I didn't want to start because I was gonna choke, and it's it's actually something I wrote about how to protest. So, because people say, you know, what have you done, or have you been to the marching, and uh, this isn't the way I protest. You know, it's it's not uh, going out to the streets and getting coronavirus. <laughs> That's not the way I protest. <laughs> so if I can re- if I can share this, and then I'll I get off. Um, all right, so let me just... How do I protest when I'm scared to go outside? When I feel threatened every time a cop drives by, drives by? When the people I love fear for their lives every day? <clears throat> I open my mouth to speak, but my words fall on the concrete. How can they care how I feel if they don't care about our lives? So how do I protest if I'm not in the streets getting tear gas or getting COVID, um, losing my voice from screaming, getting tripped over and tumbled upon with the people who, like me, see no end to this madness that is America? How do I protest if I don't have the, a candidate that I could put my hand on the fire for? Do I really have an option? Or is it just bad or worse or none, or none at all? If having my own opinion means I have to be, I need to be ashamed for exercising my rights as a citizen. If anything I say or do isn't enough, if I feel is helpless or if my vote doesn't count. Um, sorry, no. Check this out. How do I protest if writing poems or thoughts on paper stay on the paper? Nobody really cares what I have to say. Nobody really listens. This has been years, decades, even centuries of us protesting and nothing has changed. Uh, Tell me how do you think I should protest since you have an answer for everything. Since we're to blame for your transgressions, since our lives don't matter, since your rights overpower ours, since you run and hide after you, your heinous heinous crimes, since you throw your stone and then blame it on the rock. 
or like blaming a gun for firing when it is you who pulled the trigger. You killed your brother, like Cain killed Abel. When will you be able to set aside your pride and take ownership of your actions? So how do I protest when words have no meaning, if they are not backed by actions? Sometimes I feel that words get in the way. So I protest in silence. Because <sighs> it's in the silence that I can hear the message loud and clear. So in silence, I protest. That's deep, man. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> Anyways. Are you good, man? It's okay to feel. No, it's it's okay to feel. I just need to get through the whole yeah. <laughs> poem and it's hard, like, and it's hard when, when it's happening, right? Right. So today's important because it's election day or the day after and that, you know, <laughs> yeah. we still don't know what's going on. So, yeah. Anyways, that's my time. <laughs> I'm done. Open mic. <laughs> Drop mic. <laughs> I most definitely feel your message on that, man. Um, I Hopefully I don't get like a lot of hate or backlash for this comment, but like uh, I say all the time, like protesting is cool but i feel like there's there's better ways to get the message across across as a community now for instance the george floyd thing i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna leave that subject alone for the rest of the podcast but i feel like as far as this year the protesting most definitely probably was needed to get the message across for that particular situation because you know people in the united states is tired of what's going on with police brutality and everything else but aside from that I do feel like there's better ways for the communities and everybody to get the word across. You know, like instead of instead of protesting all those people that you get together marching up the street, let's get those same people in the city council meetings. You know what I'm saying? Like get them to the places where the leaders are and just have a conversation. Because the whole point of the protest, they're trying to get the attention of somebody that does have the power so they could go talk to somebody about mm -hmm. it. We all got the power. Freedom of speech. Let's take it directly to the people ourselves. You know, so yeah. Now, I don't know if you, well, I, I'm in LA, so <clears throat> I actually watched the uh, the city council, um, and that's a long story, but yeah, that's really powerful. When when they were like two minutes to say something and they, teenagers went on and it was amazing. I'm like, yeah, yeah let, let them hear you, let them hear your frustration and uh, what are you going to do about it? I'm, I'm 17 year old and you're what, in your 60s and you haven't figured it out yet. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Honestly, I think it would do, like, each city some good if just, like, even if it was only twice a month, they held open forum conversations with the community where they just let the community come out and just speak their part on some of the stuff that, that needs to improve in the city. You know, even if it's just twice a month, I feel like that's doable. But, hey, oh, yeah. what we're just people. <laughs> because, uh, you know, shit happens every day in, in America. <laughs> we should have a daily, a daily meeting, actually, because um, they have to be accountable. 
held right. accountable. And uh, actually, yeah, the officer I was talking to last night, Officer Ma Officer Mac is his name um, in TikTok or anyways, uh, Mackenzie. <clears throat> so I was telling him, I'm like, I want you to be in my podcast and talk to people um, about it. Like what what a, what is going on in your, you know, because you might be, you might be the good apple, but the tree is already poisoned. Like you have to cut the tree down. I see what you did there. That's uh, deep. You know, and he was like, he got quiet. <laughs> so I don't know if I got through, I got through something, but I'm like, I know you're a good cop and all, and you have your good and bad cops, but the tree, the roots, you know, they're just bad, bad roots. Right. So I'm not saying defund the police, <laughs> but I'm saying it right now. So. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not defund the police, but it's just like give give other community projects more of the focus. Like we we are uh, artists too, so we have a community to serve. And you know, um, theaters in, is is important. Uh, open mics are important. Um, music uh, venues are important, and they're being closed down left and right. So, where are we gonna go? Yeah, you know, they're not really. Getting I don't know what it's. I don't know what it's like in Florida, but here it's just uh, not gonna happen. That's what is. Well, it's already like this now in Florida. They uh, they shut all the clubs down and uh, majority of the venues, and um, yeah, it's just it's just going downhill from there. And then the city that I'm in now, Gainesville, even before this pandemic was even a thing, majority of this city is catered to the college out here. And the college was already buying out majority of the clubs as it is and turning into student housing and everything. So like, they were already kind of like diminishing anything that people were using to like express themselves out here. So it's just. Right. And also the, the thing with uh, the essential jobs, you know, and, the, and I'm, quoting essential, essential jobs it's like everybody's job is essential you know yeah. your 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 job is essential to to promote unity and promote uh, what you're promoting with your music right and so is mine my my uh poetry is, is essential to me <laughs> so who's the, who are the who are you to say what's essential and what's not essential right that's my tiktok <laughs> well this is a good conversation uh, thing that we hit on so far man yeah so what do you want people to know about essays what, what are you doing next what is your next project uh next concert uh what do i want people to know about essays okay so for you guys that's going to tune into this that have never heard of me before i think you guys should most definitely start with uh two popular songs of mine that's reaper and only fans uh as of 2020 uh both of those songs they're they're pretty popular going viral and uh what i'm working on next uh let's see what week would this be in the second week of november depending on when this is posted the second week of november i'm shooting a short film uh music video to my song it's a crit which is short for it's a critical hit and it's basically a song that's uh, referencing the anime culture and uh, the gamer culture. So anybody that's you know been into Nintendo and 
Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, all that stuff, you would probably be interested in tuning into this. So, yeah. Right, right. You're still looking for actors or you already found your... I have a few extras that's casted already. I think I got about maybe four or five people. My goal was to have at least 10 to 20 because uh, the, the plot, I don't feel like I'm giving away too much of the video by speaking on this, but the plot of the video that I have written with the director is uh, we wanted to follow the shonen writing of anime, which is kind of like a, basically a plot that's catered to young adults, high school, college, and that's also the setting of the, the writing. It's like high school, college vibe. And it's going to be a classroom set full of uh, young adults that have super abilities, kind of like uh, My Hero mm -hmm. Academia or X-Men. And um, mm -hmm. that's the vibe that we were going for. And that's pretty much what we were trying to cast. And uh, we're trying to get enough people to at least like, make it seem like it's a classroom full of people. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not in Florida. but uh, And I'm, I'm too old to be playing uh <laughs> I, I could be the teacher <laughs> right. uh but yeah that's actually i'm gonna post this uh tonight so i don't know if you're gonna get this on time uh whoever's listening but yeah if you're watching this on on youtube um i'm gonna post uh, all the information or your if you have a link or your whatever it is you want to promote okay. <clears throat> will be in the in the link right below us or right below you, who's listening. Um, but yeah, and then um, I have to hear your music because I, I like the lyrics so far, but I have yeah. to hear it in the in the uh, music and form. I, and I guess one thing that I should add for people that may uh, misinterpret what we're speaking on, and then they hear my music from 2020, I started off as a storyteller and conscious artist so a uh, majority of the stuff that I performed at that election event was some of my older material. But as of like 2019, I started to make more melodic and fun music because I just comparing the analytics and the, the data from like over my, my sales from over the last few years, I noticed more people catered to the poppy club type songs over my storyteller music which is why I still originally wanted to do, but at the same time, I'm thinking about this like a job and I don't want to keep making material that's not really getting too many sales. So for the people that enjoy like the storytelling, hip hop and rap, most definitely check out my older stuff from like 2016 to 2018. And then from 2019 to 2020 and on up, it's going to be more poppy sounding stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now is that, is that, do you, do you eventually want the people that are following you now to go back to where you were doing before yeah i most definitely do because uh one of the main <laughs> things all the time when people join my uh page communities on social media they always have a million questions to ask me and uh i tell everyone all the time if you want to know more about me or my thoughts or what's inside of my head listen to my music and they think that is just a sales pitch but i try to tell them like it's not just a sales yeah. pitch like, all of my writing is either a memory or an experience that I've went through and I'm telling a story within that song and I'm pretty much given like a dark part of myself that I don't even like to shed light on within those soundtracks, you know, especially the older music because uh, a lot of my storytelling rap came from a place of dark depression. And which is why I switched up my sound like this year and tried to make more poppy sounding stuff because over the last few years, I pretty much got labeled as the, the emo rapper because 
my stuff was so sad, you know. So <laughs> I tried to get out of the whole emo rap thing. So okay. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I won't get get into much either because we only have like seven minutes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I under I understand what you mean because there's a lot of uh, emo music right now, which is a new thing that is not really because we've been doing it before since the 80s or before that uh, where the vibration is really low in those songs so I understand uh, the switch um, it's good to, to listen to you know sad music and all but Billie Eilish is going to be not on, a, not on my playlist anytime soon let's put it that way Lord, Lord can stay Adele can stay but to a certain degree, I have to go back to my positive music. Yeah. That can bring you down quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially TikTok, too. TikTok is like grabbing onto those songs. Like, you know, these songs about suicide, right? Oh, God. They eat it up on TikTok. That's a whole different breed of people on there. Right. Not everybody, but that community. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is a. Uh, sad song not only a sad song but it's encouraging people to harm yourself and i'm like that's no jump off a bridge what the fuck <laughs> don't do that <laughs> stay on the bridge please hang on you know yeah but anyhow i don't want to like start crying again when we have five minutes <laughs> um but yeah thank you thank you for uh you know <laughs> Being here for my uh, TikTok and my uh, my mental break my my breakdown that I had earlier that will probably be edited out, uh, <laughs> or I might just put it on just because hey, it's live. So, it's realness, man. Right, right. And so uh, you didn't see this coming, guys. And I would like to uh, invite. Not only Asaces to come back, but other artists to come back and collaborate. Not only on TikTok, you know, we're we're moving around. So if you if TikTok goes away for some reason, or whoever gets elected today <laughs> decides <laughs> to take it down, then hey, we'll go back to Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Right. So, you know, we're always moving around with the uh, with the times. Indeed. Yeah. Any last any last thoughts? Um, if you guys want to find me, I'm gonna make it easy for you. Azazus.com. I just got that domain this morning. A Z A Z U S. dot com. All right. Now you know. We are go for liftoff in T minus thirty. Hit the record Oh